With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The ball don't lie right here on 1049 The Horn. You know, we like to call it a freak flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! Football 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. And we are out amongst the people in one of Harge's favorite spots. And actually, I love this spot, too. You ain't even got to like golf to love Golfinity. That's where you are right now. Uh, we'll be out here throughout the uh, the rest of the show from 3 to 7. You can come out here and join us. We already had my man Chan come out and say what's up. So we appreciate him and all the folks uh, that come out and support the show. Uh, you can come out. It's, at, it's off uh, 620 North 620. Right after the Bush's chicken, that's where you should make the right turn. Uh, so come on out and join us. We're having a good time. And of course, they'll match play in town. It's fitting that we're at Golf Affinity. Uh, we'll talk about the NCAA tournament as well. The madness of March, the Longhorns in a big game tonight in the Sweet 16. How sweet it is versus Xavier. And we'll break that down from every different angle. Also, some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. Apparently, those uh, teams that were interested in Zeke uh, have now decided that uh, they're not so interested in <laughs> Zeke. We'll get into that too coming up. Also, uh, we'll talk some uh, some Longhorn baseball. We got my man Hardball here, so we got to talk some Longhorn baseball as well. We'll do that coming up next time because they are starting Big 12 Conference play. All right, so we'll get into that. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimpin' ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Pike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? What it do, what it do. It's Friday. Game day, baby. Game, game day, baby. day atmosphere. Right. And right. I That's cannot right. wait for a game tonight, mm-hmm. whether it's on the Diamond or on the hardwood, it's going down. <laughs> or maybe even the softball fields. We got it all going on, and I can't wait to chop it up with you for the next three – oh, excuse me, four hours. Uh, four hours. So are you quitting early, huh? No, well, uh-huh, I'm already going to try to turn up. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. So you, yeah, I do got a job, and I do got stuff to do. <laughs> so cool. we're going to make sure. No, I already let you know. He's checking out at six. <laughs> He's supposed to, I'm quiet quitting at and, six. And I will say this. Hard to start packing up his stuff like an hour early. <laughs> I was like, yo, 
hundred. Like, did you? Are you? Did you? Are you? I've already early? charged up for the he next hour. Yeah, up I pack it up for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, That's like, what I did. Like, we got like an hour left for the show. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to take up all the power at the <laughs> ARN compound, but I take theirs power over yeah. here. You know, I'll take it over here. But let me talk about my man that sits next to me. He hails from H Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame legend Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. By the way, I put some mayo on my sandwich today, mm. but he is a friend of you, do the you, listeners. Do you? Yeah, I'm a do <laughs> me. My man, Rod Babies. I appreciate the intro as always. Uh, and uh, my man, Harge, knew about this spot, Golfinity, uh, before really it, anybody told me about it. You was bragging about this spot. Yeah. It's a great spot. So uh, come on out here, uh, North 620, but right after that Bush's Chicken, uh, you can make that right turn, and you uh, can't miss it. Just kind of keep on rolling there. It's a big building. It's a huge <laughs> building, and it is. It's kind of the uh, – it is. It's it's one of a kind. I yes, mean, The first it of its kind, I should say, the indoor I – haven't, I haven't seen anything like it, but Nothing. I'm not in the golf I've seen anything like it, but uh, first of its kind indoor golf performance club. They got everything for you. I'm looking at the bar right now. They got TVs. Oh, so yeah. you come out here, watch Dale match play out here and kick it. I'm sure you can come out here and, uh, and watch, uh, you know, some, uh, some, some golf, some good golf, and also hit a couple of golf balls. Mm -hmm. uh, I got the, the putting green is probably more my speed. That's to my left. Uh, but my man Harj, he, I think he brought your clubs. Did you I did. Clubs? I brought them there, there in the day. I parked up close See, just in case I go. decided I wanted to go Harge grab them in between the break. There you go. That's a real yeah. golfer. I keep yeah. the clubs I in the I keep them in the club. Just in case. Yeah, I got uh, my glove out there too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I used to have cleats in the yeah, trunk. Yeah, that's I gave, right. I gave those days up. <laughs> right after I think I, I was around 35 and I was like, I don't know why I'm having these cleats in my trunk anymore. <laughs> just in case somebody wanted some. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, they want to move around. Nah, yeah, those days were done. Those days were done. Maybe you get called out to hit fast pitch softball. No, you but never I, know. You got to keep them with you. No, when I first got done in the NFL, I still had, because I used to go up to Texas, and I was still yeah. training and everything, so right. keep the cleats in the trunk. Because you never that. know when that phone call is going to happen. Exactly. Even yep. when I was going back to school, I yep. had them out there. And I want to say guys like me and, um, man, we there was some old guys. We'd go out there and actually run routes because I needed somebody to run routes yeah. and stuff with me. And, hey, man, this guy would come out there and run routes and everything. Mike Adams did it for a while with me. Uh, so, anyway. Did I ever tell you my Mike Adams story? Give me a Mike Adams story. I love Mike Adams. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's my dog. That's my dog. Mike Adams so is great. So, he was just coming back during the offseason. He was playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I was here during <laughs> the offseason as well. And we were playing um, flat, let it fly, flag football. And we were – advancing in this tournament and as we were advancing i was looking to see who we was gonna match up oh, with oh yeah gotta do the scouting report baby and i was like is that, is that mike adams over there I, it sounds like mike that sounds like mike and it was 100 percent mike adams no question so i i told my partner because i was still playing baseball at the time i told my partner he was he he was a center fielder i was an infielder i said look i'm gonna jam him off the line <laughs> But I need you to get help over the top. Over the top. <laughs> and I'm like, stay with me. For real. Yeah. So Mike will come go. off the line. He'll give me that little jab step that he, everybody that be working on. I try to jab him off the line. Mike give me the swim move. <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, he playing in the league oh, for a reason. Man. No, no. Even when I was still working out with him, he still had a little – he was still oh, twitchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, and I, I don't know how old he was then. He oh, was pretty yeah. old. I was like, man, he's still looking nice out there. So, shout out to my bad Mike Adams. No but, doubt. Uh, yeah, that was when I still had the cleats in the trunk. And I, I'm going to say about eight years ago, I decided – It was so, time. It's time. Yeah, I Why got are these you. cleats in? My, I think it was my wife who was like, why are these cleats in the trunk? <laughs> I was like, I got over here, got all these cleats in this trunk. Why the in cleats the back. are in the trunk of the car <laughs> with all the other necessary items you know what i mean you got the, you got the, the the kit for you know changing your tires and like your, yeah, emer- your emergency yeah. kit all that kind of stuff in the back and i got trunk i got <laughs> some cleats back there too i love it, it it didn't make no sense i love it uh yeah i don't even have i only got own cleats right now which is sad no, I, don't I, own, I don't think i own any cleats i don't i don't own any spikes yeah. either yeah. none Okay. I still have my batting gloves. Because you go every now and then. You, you got a son, though. Yeah, I got a son. Yeah. Got, y'all get out. Y'all yeah, we'll just throw it a little bit. But yeah. I, I'm not running around after him. I'm like, Dang. get open. It hit me hard. I ain't you got open. No, I, ain't got no, I don't know any cleats to set. You're probably going to pick some up on the way home. Ain't, <laughs> <you>? <laughs> ain't no need for my go out there hey, what and they tear say? hamstring. What they say on Friday? Rip up. He gonna go, he gonna cry when he get in the car. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> trust me. That'd be that'd be an inch. I'd be on the IR. Yeah. I'd be hitting y'all up. Robbie missing shows? Oh yeah, he's on the IR, man. You can barely move. Can I work remote today? <laughs> uh, my man Patrick, he is back at the ARN compound holding it down. We always appreciate him. He's the real MVP. If you want to reach out to us, the Twitterverse is the best way to do it today. Um, uh, my man Harge is at Hardball Harge. Any Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Babers. Any Twitterverse. All right, gentlemen, let's jump right into it. Let's start breaking down this matchup between Texas Xavier, which tonight, obviously, it's the late game. Yep. So you got to stay up for it. But I, be, I think the belief is that people are going to stay up and tune in for Texas. People uh, drinking coffee right now. Yeah. <laughs> they drinking coffee right now and, so they can stay up. And in, and in college basketball world, Xavier is a great uh, brand in college basketball. So And, and I, I remember this stat that I heard my man Bobby Burton bring up, and I loved it that Texas versus uh, Penn State was the most watched NCAA game in the first two rounds in the first 15 years. Yep. I think it's that story. We talked about it, the story about, you know, obviously the Chris Beard situation and Chris Beard moving on, but Rodney Terry and what he's done uh, with this group, and it is it's one of the best stories in college basketball. So I think that's also part of it. It's, it's a good storyline uh, for people to talk about, and right now Texas is a pretty popular pick among a lot of the analysts. But getting back to the Texas Xavier matchup, it's, I think, the, to me, one of the biggest factors, because there are a lot of factors that are going to determine who's going to win the game, is how deep Texas is compared to yes. the lack of a Xavier bench and the lack of depth for Xavier. Uh, the Xavier bench players find to play just 24, little, basically close to 25% of Xavier's minutes this season. Uh, that's 310th nationally. And Sean Miller has a, you know, he's shortened the rotation even more to just seven players because they recently had an injury. Uh, one of their big men, Zach Fremantle, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. And that's also is bad news for them, of course. Uh, but for Texas, who one of their kind of limitations, roster limitations, and one of their issues is handling, you know, big, versatile big men. Uh, they won't have one of their big men. And Texas is nine deep compared to Xavier, which not only usually has, you know, a lack of a, a great bench and lack of great bench scoring, um, and they don't really have the depth that Texas does, but now with the injury to one of their key guys, I mean, Texas could just wear Xavier down. 
right. over, you know, the course of, of the game, over 40 minutes. Well, and that's what the plan, I would think, would be. And I'm going to say this now, and I hope that it comes to the point that y'all hit me up on the Specs, te- not the Specs text line, but on my, my Twitter, at Harbaugh Harge tonight. And I hope that y'all say, I told you, you told us, Harge, Brock Cunningham is going to be an X factor in this game tonight. And the reason being is because of his physicality, the way that he can out-hustle. Because the biggest thing that I need to see from Texas, and this is something that will continue on, is everybody crashing the boards. That is going to be the difference. I told you before, too, Rod, this was the one game that I was worried about. This was the one team – athletic-wise, that I think length and everything else that goes with it, I was worried about them. But then as the game, the week has gone on and I start looking through certain things, and I'm like, Texas, to your point, their bench is a lot deeper than Xavier's. And I think that that's going to play a huge part of it. But the, the X factor to me coming off the bench, we already know what Serge Barry Rice is going to bring. We expect that from him at this point. We know Christian Bishop is one of those hard-nosed, rough, talented type of players, but we're not looking for him to score. We're looking for Brock Cunningham to be physical on the boards, finding those loose balls, and this is a spot where he's had success shooting at three in in Kansas Kansas City. City. Yeah, I think he's going to be a factor in this game one way or another. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you know what, that kind of goes to the point I was bringing up about the depth. Yep. Texas has so yep. many guys that can contribute in so many different ways. Hard to game plan for all of those guys, but also um, over the course of 40 minutes, they, Xavier just doesn't use a, a ton of depth on the team. They just don't have a lot of it. Right. So I think that to me is my well, n- one of the top factors uh, in this matchup. Another one, and, and this is, you know, I think one thing that concerns me, and you talked about it, you, don't, you, don't, you didn't like this matchup. No. Nope. You didn't want this matchup. You don't did like not, this matchup. Did not. Uh, they, they got a seven-footer that's vert, yep. that can spread the floor. Uh, Jack Nungy. Mm-hmm. He, he's shooting over 40% from three-point range. Yeah. Big man like that that can also hurt you inside but also can hurt you from three-point range, spreads the floor. You know, that to me is concerning for Texas, not only because you don't really have a true big uh, if you're in Texas, uh, but also, man, even when that guy is outside, you cannot ignore him. You still got to close out on this dude because at seven foot, he can steal 40% <laughs> for three-point range. He doesn't take a ton of them. No doubt. He, I, I think he takes around three or something like that a game. He doesn't take a ton, but still. Man, that, that can be a crucial X factor if you're talking about no pun intended for the Xavier thing. Well, remember, too, he had the big block against Kennesaw State. Guy was driving to the basket, threw the ball up, and he came out of nowhere to get a big block. And that goes back to your point. Both seven ends of the footer. floor. Both yeah, ends of the floor. Exactly. Seven-footer coming down and making a crucial block uh, in a, in a, in a big-time situation. So, yeah, I, I just think Dylan DeSue, is he going to be able to bring him out away from the basket? where you can see a Tyrese Hunter or Marcus Carr, even Serge Jabari Rice getting to the basket to make those types of plays. So that is something that I'm looking at, too. Is he going to be able – because both sides can pull each other up away yeah. from the middle of it. If he can go out there and hit those threes, just like Dylan DeSue, maybe this is the game where DeSue shoots more threes and knocks them down. We're hoping that Texas shoots better 
from the three-point line than yeah, what we it, saw last week. Was it one of 13? Yeah, it was, it was an awful look. That's a, still amazing you can win a and game you won in the, the tournament. Game. Shooting yeah. one of 13 from three-point range. That yep. is. Yep. Um, and a lot of that was they, you know, they took care of the basketball really well, too. I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Didn't turn five, the ball over. Was it five, five turnovers, turnovers, I believe, yeah. was total. Yeah. Um, ended up holding um, Penn State to six assists total. Yeah. By the way, that's going to be big. I don't know right. if they can replicate that, but that's one of Xavier's strengths, actually. They lead the nation in assists per game yeah. um, and assist-to-turnover ratio. Um, I believe they are, they're ninth in assist-to-turnover ratio. But they, they move the basketball, um, and you've got to find some way to disrupt the flow. Yep. Texas is really good at that. I mean, yeah, Texas, they play good defense. Yeah, man. They re- they, I mean, they really did discombobulate that Penn State offense. And, you know, once again, this is another team that is pretty prolific from three-point range. Right. You're talking about Penn State. So was Penn State. Yep. So was Colgate. <laughs> yep. And those two teams combined, I believe, 11 of 41 from three-point range yep. in the first two rounds. Texas also has to smother the perimeter in a similar rate. That's going to be a little bit tougher just because they got a, a big man, seven-foot, who can – you know, he, he really offensively, right. he can be a true threat down low. They're, they're just under 40% at 38.9% from three-point line. So that is something to pay attention to. But if you go back and you look at what they've done in a tournament, they were uh, 2 of 12 against Kennesaw State, and they were 8 of 24 from three-point land against Pittsburgh. So if Texas can run them off of the, the three-point line, and the main part, too, don't give them second-chance buckets. Don't, don't give them second chances on the rebounds on the defensive end of the boards because that is something that Texas was really good at last week. Mm-hmm. You start looking at who had, had played well, and the guards were the ones that were getting the rebounds. Look at what Tyreek Hunter did last week's game, too. So that's going to be a major part of the success that Texas has, and they have to play both ends of the floor. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good to- point about the second-chance buck- buckets, man. Don't give up easy ones yeah. uh, because nothing's going to come easy Nothing. in this matchup. Texas defense, though, has been carrying the day for them since March 1st, mm-hmm. basically, and I believe that's when TCU uh, scored that with 75 points against them. They're only allowing 58 points per game. I mean, they have been, that's in, nice. they've been an elite defense. And that really is the, the key for them. Texas is 23-0 and 0, uh, when they hold teams to 72 points or fewer. And Xavier, I believe, is 27-3 and 3 when they score 72 or more points. Yeah. So, if they, I mean, Xavier's, I mean, they're, they're, all, they're not a great defensive team. And that's, to me, that's why Texas, I'm not Texas, is, a, is an easy pick. They're a popular pick in this matchup. It's because Xavier's offense is – it could be a juggernaut at times. There's no question. Yeah. Um, but Texas has a defense that can at least match up with it. But Texas also has an offense that right now is starting to blossom, yeah. especially with Dylan DeSue and his, what they call it, the, he's the master of the mid-range, the uh, flotation station. The flotation station. That's the, <laughs> the part I like right yeah, there. Yeah, the push shot is my man Patrick. Uh, the shot put. Yeah, I mean – that has also kind of changed the entire complexion of the offense, his ability um, to be able to, to sink that push shot or that flotation station shot. And now, to me, the offense looks a little bit different than it did early in the year, even in the middle of the Big 12 season. Texas 
they're going to be tough to stop for Xavier. Well, you have, you have so many options now. That's the other part of it. You, you, you look at what we were looking at at the beginning of the year when we were watching Marcus Carr and how he was going about his business, how he was scoring and the team kept feeding him. Then you saw the emergence of Sir Jabari Rice and where he was and the team kept feeding him. You had another game where Tyrese Hunter finally got it going, started knocking it down. They started feeding him. Then you had Dylan DeSue. So what I've gathered from this team is the unselfish nature in which they play. Even Timmy Turnicket, you know what I'm saying? He's been out there. Timmy Allen has had his moments where he was a major part of the success of the team. So when you start looking at it and seeing how this team is performing at a very, very high level, it goes a lot to the unselfishness of this team and where they're headed. Uh, Soleil Boom is the leading scorer. That's a dope name, by the way. It is a great name. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. It's a great name. You got to give it up for the the parents, man. Yeah. It's creative, and it rolls off the tongue. It does. Soleil Boom. Soleil Boom. Yeah, Uh, and he's a damn good player, too, so that also helps. Hopefully you don't have to say that much longer tonight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, But, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, Texas could have the most thorough scouting report in the country on Soleil Boom mm-hmm. because Soleil Boom, before his time uh, there at Xavier, he was at San Francisco and then was at UTEP uh, under Rodney Terry for a couple of years. Yep. And he was a really good player there, by the way, all-conference player there with Rodney Terry as well. So Rodney Terry knows him you know, and knows his strengths, his weaknesses. That, to me, is another – I don't know how much an advantage it could be, but uh, that's a little small – you know, little notch for Texas um, that they on the best player and the leading scorer for Xavier, and, and Texas is really good at neutralizing the primary threat yep. mm-hmm. um, of an opposing team. He is that, and I think they'll have a plenty of different ways to try to neutralize him. In- Yeah, it's an important step for what this team is capable of doing moving forward. And we've talked about the defense in which Texas has played, but for for Xavier. It's important for him to get going. And that might be something that they're scheming right away at the very beginning of the game. Let's see if we can get into attack mode with him, see how the defense is going to react. And can, can you sustain that first punch, that first round of punches? What, is, what do all the coaches talk about? The game is played in four-minute increments. Hmm. So how do you react in that first four minutes? How do you react in that second four minutes? And so on and so on and so on. Is broken down, what, in 10, 10 four-minute uh, increments. So if you can go out there, plus you add in those timeouts, how are you going to react to it? And I think both teams, and to your point about the scouting report, I think on the other side, he has a scouting report on what Coach Terry likes to do as well because he's been in those meetings Could with them. Could be true. So yeah, he's, he's trading those secrets as well. Mm-hmm. So if you hear this play call, this is what they're going to be doing, you know. So there's there's a little cat and mouse game that's going on here. No, I like that point too um, because he's a great player and he's he's a very Cerebral, experienced player too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Xavier, they got a lot of experience on their team as well, uh, and they're playing better defense. I, I didn't mean to say that they weren't a you know right, right, an right. adequate defensive team. They they're basically top fifty in the last ten games. They're a top fifty defense. They were like a top seventy five defense. So right. they haven't proved in the last ten games and gotten a lot better. I think they're at, they're also getting used to you know being without their big man. 
right. um, Zach Fremantle because uh, you know losing one of your two big men down low um, that's just that's, not, that's an adjustment period I think they probably have gone through that adjustment period and now uh, they're playing some much better defense for uh, Texas in this matchup I you know, I think another thing to, to look at overall is just the tempo because Xavier mm -hmm. wants to play with tempo. Uh-huh. They want – and Texas can play with tempo. Oh, yeah, I they mean, can. That's the, the beautiful thing about the construction of this Texas team, the roster construction is, man, they can win in so many different ways. I mean, we just saw it. All right? They can go one on 13 from three-point range, or they can have their best three-point shooting game of the season, arguably, which they did in the first round versus Colgate, and still win games. Yeah. Um, and I think They're chameleons. They really are. Yep. Yeah. It's because of how versatile yep. they are. I yep. mean, it, it could be Dylan DeSue's game to step up. It could be Marcus Carr, Serge Burr Rice, like you said, or Timmy Tarnicke. Anyway, um, I do think Texas has enough weapons um, that whatever they try to take away, they can adapt. They can adapt, for sure. It's a really adaptable roster, and that's what we've seen. And that, that, is, that has been the ups and downs of this team, too. Remember when they went through that? Low halfway through the season, it was mostly because Marcus Carr was the one that was solely dependent upon scoring. Then, to your point, everything kind of changed where everybody else started adding to it. Marcus maybe getting off, then all of a sudden he starts right. struggling. Somebody else will pick it up yeah. and be able to go there. That has been the best part for what I've seen is, okay, we were so dependent. Remember, dribble, 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 pass it to Marcus. Marcus, go do what you can do. No time left on the clock. Well, now it's like, all right, we can feed Dylan. No, they called it during the timeout. He was like, no, I don't want the shot. Get the ball to Dylan because he's got the hot hand. This is what we always talk about. Forget your stats at this point. Just worry about winning. And whoever is helping us win at that moment, Give them the rock. Yeah, in the last eight games, basically, Dylan DeSue is the next, the latest evolution of the offense. Correct. They've now added him as basically they can run the offense through Dylan DeSue mm -hmm. if they need if they need to, mm -hmm. or if they have a matchup advantage there. He's averaging almost 17 points per game in the last eight games. So that is you know a a big you know advantage for for Texas now is that man they got four or five different guys. Yeah. that you got to worry about, and legitimately, offensively, um, they got a lot of different you can't options. Take, you can't take one person out of it. And like you said, they were and taking they, Marcus Carr away. Right. But then, you know, you start Sergio Roy Rice, yeah, yeah. proved that he could be that guy. Yeah. Timmy Allen's uh, been pretty dependable and consistent, too. But now Dylan DeSue, his emergence has been On a whole nother level. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. In clutch time. No in doubt. clutch time uh, on the biggest stage. All right, uh, we're at Golffinity. Uh, you can come out here and join us. We'll be out here throughout the rest of the show. We're out here celebrating Dale Match Place. You can come out here and uh, watch Dale Match Place. It's a great location. They got plenty of TVs. They got a bar right in front of me. Full so bar. Full, full bar. bar. So you ain't just, if you're yeah. coming out here to go kick golf balls or improve your game, that's all good. But if you want to come out here and just hang out at Golf Infinity, you can do that too. It's a great spot. It's uh, off North 620. It's right after that Bush's Chicken. You can make that right turn and then you'll see uh, the horn flags out front and you'll uh, uh, see how huge this facility is too. Drinks are help my golf game too. 
just, just, just saying. Uh, they got a Dell match play menu uh, as exactly. well. Exactly. Got a Dell match play menu uh, with some uh, egg rolls and pot stickers and carne asada fries. I mean, Ooh, it looks pretty damn good. That looks good. Philly quesadilla. So, and they got cocktails. Huh? They'll match play cocktails. I might get a transfusion too. with a crayon fusion. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, man, they're ready to have a good time out here and get the weekend started the right way, and you can do it too out here at Golf Finity celebrating Dale match play. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk more about the NCAA tournament. Of course, Texas Xavier, that's the big topic of discussion, but Texas baseball starts a Big 12 play tonight as well, and we got my man Hardball here to help us break it down. We'll do that on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 on the Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. And we are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. We're hanging out at Golffinity. It is a fantastic place. Um, if I, man, I wish I lived closer to Golffinity. I'd be a regular around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Be, be the only dude that comes. I'd be kind of creepy. And <laughs> it, because I don't play golf, but I'd be hanging out at Golffinity all the time. All you gotta do I like is to walk try. in with your putter. I walk in. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I could go putter. over there to the putting green, but yeah. I'd just be hanging out at the bar most of the time. Right. You know what I mean? They love you. It's like, yeah, so. That's what it would be about. <laughs> That's all um, it's about. Yeah, but it's a great spot, especially if you love golf. But even if you don't love golf, you know, hey, man, still a great spot. They're celebrating Dale Match Play like we all are. So you can come on out here. Got plenty of screens for you to watch Dale Match Play. And they got Dale Match Play menu items and Dale Match Play cocktails. I mean, they're doing it big out here at Golffinity. It's uh, off of 620. Uh, so come on out here of North 620. Right after that Bush's Chicken, you make that right turn. Uh, and then... Boom. You'll be you'll you'll see the horn flags out front, and you also see how massive this <laughs> facility is, Miss Craig. You can go out here. I know you can start playing football when, in some part of this play. You can open up stride. No doubt. Definitely can run some forty-yard dashes and do some testing right. around here. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, Texas baseball. We'll get back to Texas basketball. I promise you that. Uh, we're also going to get to some NFL news, notes, and nuggets out there, um, especially cowboy-related stuff. Um, we'll get to that coming up in the top of the four o'clock. But let's talk about Texas baseball, um, Arch. Cause we got more and more Longhorn fans who are like, hey, man, y'all don't talk enough Texas baseball. It's like, hey, hey give us some time. Give us right, a minute. You know, Texas basketball gets – right now they, they deserve the spotlight. Exactly. We'll talk some Texas basketball. But then, of course, Texas baseball will have its time. Uh, well, conference time has exactly. come for Texas baseball. And they hit conference uh, play at a perfect time because they have a, the most momentum they've had all season long and probably the most confidence they've had all season long. Uh, but they got to play the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and we know no matter what sport you're playing Texas Tech in, it don't matter at this point. They consider themselves to be 
a rival, a rival yeah. of Texas. Yeah. Texas does not look at Tech like a rival. They don't. But Tech sees Texas you know, as a rival. people are so mad every oh, time. Oh, I know they are. About every that. time you say that, hey man, so mad if you can't get your grades up, get your guns up. I'm kidding. I kid the Red Raiders. My boy Rue is over there looking hey, at you like, hold what, on, man. hey, they want some. They ruined. Hey, by this Red Raiders, y'all ruined my senior year. Cliff Kingsbury, 2002. We were supposed to go to a BCS game, and Cliff Kingsbury and Wes Welker ruined my senior year. So if you, that, that's why I really hate Tech. So <laughs> it's personal for right, me. It right really ain't. So. It really ain't no disrespect to Tech. I just that. Oh man, that was a that was that was a horrible way to end our our like basically my senior season I was because say, it, it didn't end. It wasn't the last game, BCS. but it was yes. Yeah. The, my my dreams were dashed by Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> And Wes Welker, I'll never forgive myself for that. Well, one of them went on to have a great career. They're all great. No, they're all great. The other one, they're all great. Is still trying to figure out hey, what his. Have you seen passed. his woman? I've seen it. He's winning. Champion. <laughs> winning. Champion. Blue uh, champion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your random blue chew shout outs. Hey man, you they're getting more chance. added value out of you than they, they they did not know they will get this much added value out of her. They did man. not. Blue chew getting not. random mentions from Bucky on the morning show. Everybody's about that Everybody blue chew. Everybody got the love, dog. All right. Well, hopefully Texas baseball doesn't need any blue chew to That's get right. them going versus Texas Tech. Tell me about this matchup. Well, it's going to be a big matchup, as you said. This is a huge way to open up Big 12 conference play. We already know what the conference is about. There's a lot of great teams here, but the rivalry is there. As you said, may not be for Texas, but it's definitely there for Red Raider fans. They are ready to face this game. But the one thing that everybody keeps talking about when it comes to this Texas baseball team is the fact of the players, I mean, the teams that they played earlier. And Coach Pierce even mentioned it. He was like, word on the street is people are questioning who we played and what ended up happening. But if we lose those games, what are people going to be seeing? This baseball team is terrible. They shouldn't be out there. What are they doing? Let's get rid of them. Fire them. Then he wins 11 games, and they weren't playing against good teams. So the, so the win streak is not that's legitimate, what, basically? That's, that's what people on the street are trying to against say. Against scrubs? Yeah, they, yeah, that's what they're saying. But okay. you know as well as I do, it don't matter. You show up, and you can lose a baseball game, and then the whole – perception of the team is totally the curse different. of being a, a, a blue blood program it, though i mean you that like, like chris rock used to always say uh you don't get credit for the stuff you're supposed to do right i take care of my kids i ain't never been to jail you ain't supposed to go to jail you're supposed to take care of your kids you don't get credit for that in texas you're supposed to beat i don't know pacific coast carolina whoever the hell they played you're supposed to beat them and they did Texas and, and they, they did. did but you don't get credit for it no, you're like not like Chris like you said, you don't you're get credit to. You're credit stuff you're supposed to do. But if an L would have came across there, oh, oh my God, them buzzards would have been circling. Oh, man. Remember, what, what, what were we Panic button. Through? We had to break out the panic exactly. button. Exactly. We still don't have the panic <laughs> button. We don't need yet. it. We don't have it yet. Yeah. But here's the other thing. People want to talk about Texas and the fact that they played those games at home. They're in the middle of a 14-game homestand. They're 11-0. and They played three more games. But here's the deal. Texas Tech is 17-2 and at home. They have, ne they have yet – this is their first true road trip of okay. a series. Okay. They did play in, in, in Houston at the Shriners Classic that Texas normally plays in, but this okay. year Texas was in Arlington. They did go down there and play in that, that tournament. But, again, they played the majority of their games at home, and everybody's looking at their record saying, oh, this is a great team, they're 18-4. and four. Well, home field advantage is very important for oh, everybody. Texas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to walk out there 17-2, and two, 
at home. That means of your 18 wins, you got one at a neutral site. So wow. Tech is supposed to win those games. They play Gonzaga. We already know they're, they're a basketball school. You're looking at Western Illinois. They played Air Force. They, they lost to Rice. They beat Michigan, and then they lost to Texas A&M. And then they played New Mexico and 23-ranked Iowa. Hmm. Then they went to UTA. And then last weekend they had the big series against Oklahoma State. But it was at home. Again, at home. So now they're on the road, and now they're going to be able to be tested. Texas is still having the home field. And somebody asked me what I thought the weekend would be. I think Texas wins two out of the three games this weekend. I don't believe they sweep. I just think that they win two of the three. Lucas Gordon is on the bump for Texas tonight. And I think he's going to, you know, he's going to bring it as he always does. Back-to-back starts that Lucas Gordon has had. Back-to-back. He's won six innings of no runs. No runs in six innings. I mean, 12 innings. His last two starts, six innings. Six innings each? No runs. Wow, that's impressive. No unruns. And then here's the other part of it, too. When you look at this Texas baseball team and the way that they've been building, 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 this is probably a game where Lucas Gordon will stretch out because now we're in the conference play. So he's not – he can go seven innings. He can go eight innings if he needs to. So that's going to be the biggest battle. And if Texas Tech fans are, are wondering how this team is going to fare, I will just say this. There is one name that will be familiar to Texas Longhorn fans, and that is Gavin Cash. Gavin Cash. Oh, no. Yes. Was no. The kid that went to Texas Tech. He was here last year, and now he's playing first base in DH for, um, for Texas Tech. He's batting 440 with seven home runs, oh. 34 RBIs already. 34 RBIs already on the season. Where's this kid from? The, uh, he was a Texas uh, Longhorn last year. Oh. And he transferred. He got in the portal. And now he's wrecking shop around this Uh, mug, man. Okay. So he's going to be somebody that – but lefty matchup. We don't know what it's going to play like. But you don't think he's got that chip on his shoulder coming into this series? Everybody does when they play Texas. Now he's got a special one. Now he's got a big personal one. Yeah. He's got a boulder. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a boulder on his shoulder. Yeah, no doubt. So, that is, man, the transfer portal, give it and it take it away. Exactly. Wow. And he is wearing out the baseball. Man. Yeah. For, what'd you say, 440? 440. He batting 440? 440. Wow. Yeah. Um, for, light him up, light him up. <laughs> <laughs> you've watched, obviously, a lot of Texas baseball. You've watched them on this winning streak. Yep. They've made a lot of improvements. What do you want to see them um, improve on the most at this point? Like what, it, what to you uh, needs to be given the most uh, priority or urgency for them to improve the most well, as a team? Well, for right now, what they've done is they've changed the way they started fielding again. They started fielding the ball a lot better during this time at home, and a lot of that has to be with the turf. They're playing on turf, so they get true hops. And everything is just playing itself home, out. So home you, field. Home field, yeah. home advantage. But the other part of it is I want to see what the back end of the bullpen looks like for Texas. You know what you're starting pitching. You know what you're going to get out of your starting pitching. You're going to look to see who's going to be the guy that you can turn the ball over to mm-hmm. in a pressure, high leverage situation where you can get some guys out. So that is what I'm going to be looking at. And I think that's what Coach Pierce is looking at as well because the game against Incarnate Word, it was not ideal. They got the victory, yeah, but the bullpen was kind of shaky. Yeah. yeah, and it was a windy, windy night. 
It was a very windy night. And as I said before, we're all playing on the same field, so the numbers looked a little elevated. Some of those fly balls may not be home runs, may not be gap shots. They may be one of those balls that you can catch and run under. So that changes a little bit too. So it'll be interesting to see how the wind is going to play tonight. But most importantly, I want to see how that back end performs in, in those pressure situations. Uh, yeah, man, it's a Big 12 play. And so this, is this the last baseball season for a Big 12 play? For Texas? For Texas. Yeah, because they go to SEC, right? Actually, they get to play next year. They get to play because next year. Because remember, they, they the get to play. Yes. They're, they're the back okay, end Okay, so of I got you. So, so they, they play this two seasons. They got two This one seasons. and then okay. next year. Yeah, all right. I just wanted to make sure about that. Yeah. All right, anyway, now, I thought that was a random question. No, but I'm here with you. I know you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, all right, uh, also appreciate the folks out here at Golfinity. Uh, it is a fantastic uh, place, also a huge space. So come on out here, bring the family, bring the kiddos. Uh, come out here and improve your golf game. You Get some golf balls, or you can just come out, hang out, have a drink. Bar, I was enjoy, say bring some sips with you. Yeah, enjoy uh, watching Dale match play. Uh, a lot of our uh, fans and listeners have already come out. We appreciate you guys, man. You guys are family, so we appreciate any time um, you guys come out just to say what's up. All right, uh, we come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side. Golfinity North 620 is where it is. Uh, you can uh, go to the Bushes Chicken, and right after that, you have a right turn. Take that right turn, yep. and then keep on going. You can't miss it. Or All you right, can we, be like Jack and just pull in the Bush Chicken. I just pulled in the bush chicken. Hey, you know what? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Put, you, that's a safe way to go. Just pull in the bush chicken, and you can navigate your way exactly. around bush chicken. He probably just wanted some chicken. He did. That's what, he did. That's what it was. He wanted some of that chicken. Hey, you know what? It is. I bet it smells damn good. It did. I got a bushes by the house. It smells damn good. It does. It torments your boy all the time. All right, we'll come right back. We'll get uh, to uh, a little bit of uh, more. Uh, we'll get into more tournament the conversation, but on the other side, we got the flex on the other side. We got there right here on Ball Don't Loud, 1049 Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a 5-1-2 Friday, and I actually, last segment, I think I forgot yes. to get into the 5-1-2 okay. Friday. He knew. I apologize, Patrick. Would you please let the people know 5-1-2 Friday is when we play jams from local bands and artists that you can catch right here in the ATX. We're, I was a little distracted since we're on the road. Uh, last uh, segment, uh, let them know about that artist, please, the one that I forgot. And please let them know who we're listening to right now. This is Shooks. Uh, they're playing tonight at the Far Out Lounge. And the last segment, it was Alta Mesa. And they're playing tonight at Long Play Lounge East. Nice. Thank you, Where's that at? Long Play Lounge East. Uh, it is East. I think it's over there <laughs> off Riverside. <laughs> I knew that's where you well, were going. Oh, I'll she knows. She's like, she's like, I know. It's my yeah, spot. That's yeah, my okay. spot. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So they got a fan in here. Uh, there you go, Patrick. We appreciate it. Sorry about that. Uh, a little distracted out here. If you miss any of the 512 Friday selections, just go to hornfm.com. Man, Patrick always posts them there for you. And you can sound really cool in front of your friends. Let them know, oh, I, I know where these bands are playing. I know these really cool clubs and all that kind of stuff. When really, it's just my man Patrick doing the hard work for you. He makes us look cool. And he's yeah, doing he does. a lot of the hard work.
work behind the scenes. Uh, all right, uh, you can always uh, come out here and join us. We'll be out here throughout uh, throughout the show till seven o'clock. Golffinity uh, uh, North Six Twenty, uh, or you can turn right after the Bush's Chicken, or turn into the Bush's Chicken, <laughs> whichever one suits you. And then you'll be able to navigate your way to the Golffinity. Um, you'll see the horn flats out front as well. So we'll be out here till seven o'clock celebrating Dell Match Play, of course. And they got all types of goodies out here. Dell Match Menu, uh, Dell Match Play Menu. They got Dell Match Play Cocktails. So you can come out here and improve your golf game, or you can just come out here and uh, hell, watch the watch the pros do it. Uh, Dell Match Play. They got plenty of screens. They got a bar, full bar. As my man uh, Harris told us. So they got lots of goodies out here for you, and it's a huge spot. So don't worry. You got kids. Bring the Munchkins out. Bring them. No they, doubt. They got plenty of space and a run around uh, and work off some energy. All right, let's get to the flex. Uh, go to flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. They did have a really cool flex show earlier this week. Um, we actually, on our way out, we got a chance to meet uh, my man Bryce Hager, who they had on the show. And uh, you can go check that out. That's uh, posted up for you, flxatx.com. Um, and, you know, the, the Hagers, talk about a, a legacy, a football legacy here no in doubt. Texas. <laughs> no uh, doubt. I mean, you got – I don't even know if I can name all the Hagers, actually. Even though Bryce I I got went Bryce to Baylor. I got a and a Yeah, he went, to, he went to Baylor. Even though Bryce went to Baylor. Yeah, that's true. That's all right. Hey, <laughs> but we'll man. still give him some love. Uh, we'll we'll still, still give him some Yeah, exactly. Love. You're right. That's, yeah. Yeah, so it's not, he's not in the he went legacy to the that went to Texas. That's right. He's still in the Hager football legacy. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt about it. But they, they had a great conversation with him, uh, the Flex guys. Just go check that out, flxatx.com. Um, also, flxatx on all of your social media platforms as well. And you can go check out all the other great content. I mean, and they still had some of the uh, the uh, the high school hoops uh, content up there for you. Some of the all district selections from some of the uh, the local uh, districts and some of the local teams. So go check that out over there at flxatx.com. All right. We come back, we got to get into the NFL. We'll get back to the tournament, I promise you that. We're talking a lot of Texas, Xavier, breaking that matchup down. We got to get to the NFL because yesterday a report came out or surfaced that teams were interested in Zeke. Zeke! And, well, now uh, there's, <laughs> there's some disputes, disputing reports, I should say. That. What do you call this? Goofy season, right? I don't know. This is where all the stories start coming you know out, why? Right? But you know why that is, though? Because agents have a yeah. lot of control around yes. this time. And agents yes. and scouts have a lot of control around this time. So people are listening to scouts and agents are manipulating narrative for their own reasons. But either way, uh, we'll get into why Zeke may not be as highly coveted as we uh, first thought based on those reports. We'll get to that, but also talk about the mid and late round selections for the Cowboys, which are really important. Uh, they've actually gotten a lot of starters from those mid to late rounds. There are a couple of Longhorns who are listed in this piece that should be considered <laughs> uh, by the Cowboys. There is a, I don't even know if it's true, but there is some folklore or legend. There is this possible mythology that Jerry Jones does not like Texas players. No. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I know that people have said that over the years. People, re they repeat that over and over again, that, oh, Jerry Jones, he doesn't like Texas players. This actually may be a year where that they bucked that trend and they drafted, I know they've drafted Texas players before, um, but we'll, I think this year it could be ideal for them to draft a couple of Texas players. So we'll get into that conversation on the other side as well. And a couple of the NFL news notes and nuggets from the Bama Pro Day. Bryce Young refused to weigh at the Bama Pro Day because he weighed at the combine, because the scouts are trying to pull the okey-doke on him. 
they want to they want to see what his playing weight is. He's probably at his playing weight right now since he was throwing at pro day. When when he measured, I believe it was two oh four, two yeah, two oh four at the at the, at combine, the combine. That was not his playing weight, man. He was mashing carbs, and burgers, and everything. Drinking a get, lot of water. Oh man, just doing what he can. He's probably then, like a boxer. He went and peed it all out, and then he <laughs> ate, and then he came right back to the weight. Yeah, his natural uh, weight. So that was a little mini controversy. That yeah. he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Which makes sense. We'll explain it and get into it on the other side and talk about that as well. Because the Texans, they're notice. I think they're noticeably absent from these pro days for Ohio State mm-hmm. and Bama, and now some people are making a big deal out of it. We'll tell you what Nick Casario had to say about the pro days and why he's not concerned about being at the pro days himself. So we'll come back and get into that, all of that in NFL News Notes and Nuggets. We're at Golffinity, uh, North 620. You can turn right at the, at, the, uh, at the Bush's Chicken if you want to, but right after the Bush's Chicken. Uh, we'll be out here till 7 o'clock. We're celebrating Dell Match Play, so come on out here. Plenty of screens for you to watch Dell Match Play and also improve your golf game. Plenty of ways to do it up at Golffinity right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The